0: Welcome everyone to the Shades of Sinister podcast where we talk about true crime, dark history, and all things weird and spooky, so if that's what you're into, then you've come to the right place. I'm your host, Julie. You probably know me from Shades of Sinister on TikTok, and I'm excited to announce that this is my very first podcast episode. Today we're talking about a paranormal game called The Elevator Game. I'm sure most of you have heard of it, but for those of you who haven't, it's a game that's meant to take you to a different dimension. Now there are a lot of dangers and strict rules about getting to the other dimension while playing this game, so I'm going to go ahead and read you these rules. So, the requirement to even start playing the game is that you need a building with at least 10 floors, including an elevator. Now, these are the rules of the game. 1. Begin at the building late at night, preferably past midnight. 2. Enter the elevator on the first floor alone. Do not proceed if anyone else is in the elevator with you. 3. Press the button for the 4th floor. 4. When the elevator reaches the 4th floor, do not exit. Instead, remain in the elevator and press the button for the 2nd floor. 5. When the elevator reaches the 2nd floor, again, do not exit. Stay inside and press the button for the 6th floor. 6. As before, do not exit when the elevator reaches the 6th floor. Press the button for the 2nd floor. 7. Upon reaching the 2nd floor again, remain inside the elevator and press the button for the 10th floor. 8. When you reach the 10th floor, remain on the elevator and press the button for the 5th floor. 9. When you reach the 5th floor, a woman may enter the elevator. Do not look at her. Do not speak to her. She is not what she seems. That alone would just make me want to leave. Like, that is terrifying. Okay, so number 10. Press the button for the first floor. If the elevator begins ascending to the 10th floor instead of descending to the first floor, you may proceed. If the elevator descends to the first floor, exit as soon as the doors open. Do not look back. Do not speak. 11. If you reach the 10th floor, you may either choose to get off the elevator or stay on it. If you choose to get off, and if the woman entered the elevator on the fifth floor, she will ask where you're going. Do not answer her. Do not look at her. 12. You will know whether you've arrived in the other world by one indication only. The only person present in it is you. I genuinely don't understand why anyone would want to do this, but if you do, proceed with caution. Now, after you arrive in the other world, you have to go home at some point, because you can't be staying in there, so here are the steps for the return trip. 1. If you choose to stay on the elevator at the 10th floor, press the button for the first floor. If it doesn't work, keep pressing it until it finally does. 2. When the elevator reaches the first floor, exit as soon as the doors open, do not look back, and do not speak. So, there are additional steps if you decide to get off on the 10th floor instead. 1. You must use the same elevator to return as the one in which you arrived. 2. When you enter the elevator, press the buttons in the same order you did in steps 2-8 through venturing out. You should finish at the 5th floor. 3. When you reach the 5th floor, press the button for the 1st floor. Then, the elevator again will begin to ascend to the 10th floor. Press any other floor's buttons to cancel the ascension. You must press the button you use to cancel the ascension before you reach the 10th floor. Four, after you reach the first floor, carefully check your surroundings. If anything seems off, even the smallest detail, do not exit the elevator if you detect something wrong. Repeat step two until your surroundings look as they should. Once you are confident that you have returned to your own world, You may safely exit the elevator. If you end up reaching the other world, the floor onto which you emerge will look almost identical to the one from your own world, except for two things. All the lights will be off, and the only thing you will be able to see from the window is a red cross in the distance. So I've read that some people say that mobile devices, cameras, and other devices don't work in the other world, but others say that they definitely do. Apparently, going back to our own dimension may be more difficult than it seems. You can become disoriented and forget which elevator you actually use to arrive. The elevator may seem to get further and further away from you as you walk towards it, but you have to keep going and stay focused. If you faint, pass out, or lose consciousness during the ritual, you will most likely wake up in your own home. Be sure to carefully examine your surroundings upon waking up. The home that you are in may not be the one you left from when you first set out to attempt this ritual. Now, I want to talk a little bit more about the woman on the fifth floor because there are a lot of different things that people have written about her. First of all, it says, Do not speak to her. Do not look at her. This is because she may try to keep you as her own. Nobody knows what will happen if you actually speak to this woman because nobody has been able to report what happened afterwards, probably because they got stuck in the other world. I'm sure some people are curious about what happens if some random person gets on the elevator with you while this is happening. Um, It says that if someone who is not the woman gets on the elevator with you, it's probably just going to make the ritual not work and you should abort the entire thing and head back down to the first floor. Some people also say that if a person who is not the woman enters the elevator it could actually be her in disguise but most people haven't had this experience and say that it's best to not look at this person either way or even speak to them. It's also said that the woman wants you to think that she's stuck in the other dimension, so do not feel bad for her or even try to help her. Another thing I read was that it's not safe for any long period of time to stay in the other world. If you don't cancel ascension on the way back, you won't get home, meaning you will be stuck in another dimension. I found so many stories on Reddit about people getting stuck in other dimensions as a result of playing the elevator game. One story in particular really stuck out to me. It was about this man who was a huge skeptic of the elevator game, so he decided to play it himself. And then he actually did end up in another dimension, but didn't realize it at first. And something very terrifying happened to him. And I'm going to read the story. There was also this one that I found that I really liked and I was going to tell it, but then when I went back on Reddit to look for it, I had saved it. It's actually gone now. They removed it from Reddit. But it was about this woman who played the game, and she actually got stuck in the other dimension, but her phone was working in the other dimension, so she was apparently able to use her phone in the other dimension... But it was connected to our dimension, so she was able to kind of post things on social media and communicate through it, and she actually ended up having a child and getting married in the other dimension as well. I'm kind of upset that I can't find that one because it was super crazy, but anyway, let's read the one I do have. So it says, do not play the elevator game, words of a big time skeptic. This was a really messed up experience that I recently had which completely vanquished my skepticism regarding the paranormal. So I came to know about this weird urban legend known as the elevator ritual. For those of you who don't know what it's all about check it out and then there's like a link. The other world sounded really intriguing and I decided to go ahead with the ritual on one fateful Saturday evening. I live on a flat on the 11th floor of of a building, So, despite popular advice, I decided to perform the ritual in my own building, using the elevator that I use daily. I walked out of my apartment with a steely resolve and reached the elevator. Something in my mind advised me against what I was about to do, but my skepticism got the better of me, and I went down to the first floor in order to begin with the ritual. As I heard the ping of the elevator as I reached the first floor, I went on with the 4-2-6-2-10-5-1 routine. Not a damn thing happened, although my heart was in my mouth out of anxiety and anticipation. There was no woman on the fifth floor, and the elevator didn't ascend to the tenth floor as soon as I pressed the button for the first floor. This was a huge ego boost for my skeptic self. I returned to my flat using the same elevator, feeling victorious. However, as the night went on, I just couldn't sleep. I usually have such a hectic day, I am sound asleep by 11.30pm at max, but something was really off about that night. I twisted and turned on my bed the whole night and woke up exhausted and covered in sweat. After my chores, since it was a Sunday, I went out to get some groceries. To my surprise, the damn elevator was out of order. I immediately made the mental connection of the damaged elevator to my performance of the ritual. I got very intrigued. I took the stairs, went out, got the groceries, and had a pretty normal Sunday. By 10pm I was already to sleep when I heard a loud and shrill cry outside my door, which was strange as the only other people on my floor were out on vacation. I went out to inspect the noise and saw wet footsteps with a slight maroon tint to them, kinda like mud but slightly redder, like somebody had had a slight cut on their feet after walking in some muddy terrain. I followed the footsteps out of my stupid curiosity and to my utter shock they led to the elevator which surprisingly was no longer out of order. Something in my mind compelled me to get into the elevator, go to the ground floor, and check out with the security guard who had signed in to visit the 11th floor. And down I went. 11, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, ping. The elevator doors open slower than they usually do, as if unveiling something grand on the 5th floor instead of the lobby I was intending to go to. A woman with dark hair wearing a black, tattered evening gown entered the elevator. Something inside me clicked immediately, and I wished I could get out of the elevator. However, something in me froze, disabling me from moving. My gaze fixed at her feet, and I understood the source of those footsteps— Worn and torn skin dangled from her feet as if she was rotting from the inside out. And the smell. Nothing can even be close to it. It was like a bunch of rotting corpses shoved into one person. As I looked up at her, she had a grin on her face. That evil, sinister, spine-chilling grin which washed away all of my skepticism forever. Um, aren't you not supposed to look at her? I don't even know how he did that because, to be honest, if- that was me in the situation, there is no way I'd be looking up. Anyway, and then he writes, at this point I knew the only way I was getting out of the elevator alive was by completing the damn ritual. I had pressed the button for the first floor and the elevator began ascending upwards. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ping. As much as I wished to get to the bottom floor and run out for dear life. I had this primal compulsion to run out as soon as the doors open. I now understand why people get off on the 10th floor, despite it being so risky. You just want to get away from that woman. As I ran out, her voice was in my mind where are you going sammy scared shitless i ran only to discover my utter solitude in the other world it was like the hallway was endless i couldn't get away from the elevator no matter how far i ran i was stuck in some sort of loop i briefly caught the sky outside through the corner of my eye and saw the reddish sky which i used to treat as a fictional crap upon listening to others experiences there was even the fabled burning cross in the sky As soon as I saw it, I couldn't move away from its gaze as if I was in a trance. The cross was laden with limbs and body parts, which seemed to have been ripped off of bodies. Oh my god. I summoned with all my will to look away, and pressed the button to summon the elevator. To my surprise, and contrary to what I had read otherwise, the elevator opened up instantly. I got inside and reverse performed the ritual without any interference, surprisingly. Down I went to the first floor and cancelled the ascension on time. I rushed out, traumatized and scared and scarred. I took the stairs to the 11th floor to my apartment and crashed senseless on my bed. As soon as my eyes were shut, I was back in the other world. This time, my run was accompanied by her chase and followed by a sudden wake-up. I went through my day as bravely as I could, fearing the inevitable night and the sleep it contained. I tried to stay awake as long as I possibly could, but I don't know when I was back there again. This time, she was dead ahead of me. I had no way of escaping her. Her long, torn-out finger touched my abdomen. I was completely frozen. It was like a proper sleep paralysis. Her finger went through my skin and into my body. I felt a jolt of pain around my abdomen and woke up with a starl. I was burning up. I had a dark red mark on my abdomen. Scared to the morrow, I went to the ER, internal bleeding it was. That's when I knew I had to seek help. I went through some cleansing rituals on the internet, lying in the ER bed. The pain meds were kicking in. My lightheadedness came with a feeling of despair as I knew I wouldn't wake up from another sleep. I dragged my body to the chapel in the hospital. I prayed to God for the first time in my entire 25 years of life just to keep me alive for one more night. I don't know when I slept, but the next thing I remember was waking up to the sound of the janitor cleaning up the chapel. I realized I had gone through the night unscathed. I immediately checked out of the hospital, bought some sage, cleansed my entire house, myself, and my surrounding premises. It's been a week without any night terrors, however, I constantly feel a presence watching me as I get out of my house to cross the elevator to take the stairs. I know for a fact that I'm alive as long as my faith is. So my theory as to why this might be happening is because he looked at the woman when he wasn't supposed to. Because in the game rules, it specifically says not to look at her or speak to her. And he looked at her. So I think he's suffering the consequences of that. And a lot of people in the comments on Reddit said the same thing. So then I found that the guy that wrote this story actually updated us twice because he's had a lot of bad experiences since this happened. and. I'm definitely going to update you in another episode about that. I want to know if any of my listeners have ever played the elevator game, and if so, please send your experiences to shadesofsinister at gmail.com, and I can share your experiences in the next episode along with the update. Again, that's shadesofsinister at gmail.com. Also, I'm going to be doing a new series every single Saturday about listener anonymous confessions. You can submit your confessions to Shades of Sinister at gmail.com or into my new Reddit community called Shades of Confessions, where you can post your completely anonymous confessions, no matter how crazy they are, and I will read them on the next episode. You can find the link to my Reddit community in my Instagram bio or in my TikTok bio. They are both linked in my link tree. Thank you all for listening and putting up with my terrible mic quality. I actually spilled water on it the other day, and that's why it sounds kind of crazy sometimes. But anyway, come back next time for more true crime, dark history, and all things weird and spooky.